I can confidently say that you are absolutely going to hate this joke this week. That, I mean, it doesn't even matter what the joke is, just given the style of jokes we've been going for. You hate all my jokes? I don't hate the jokes. Okay. Um, so, what vegetable loves roller coasters? Brussels sprouts. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of things that I hate. Whoa, that's a conversation for a different day. Brussels sprouts are my favorite never, vegetable. I've never actually had Brussels sprouts, to be honest. Uh, I'm terrified. What? I don't know. People always say that they're really bad. Anyway. They are my favorite vegetable. Anyway, it's a cellar. Wee. <laughs> Come to think of it, I didn't actually hate that one that much. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so Brussels sprouts. What other vegetables have you not eaten before we introduce ourselves i just need to clear this what have i not eaten like yeah i mean probably lots of them i would i would argue probably most vegetables i have not had just once given the sheer quantity of vegetables that there are in the world once we're both fully vaccinated i'm gonna have a vegetable night and i'm just gonna make you vegetables the way they were meant to be and and you'll (laughs) like vegetables okay uh and with that i'm brie and i'm paul and I hate Brussels and sprouts. No. Uh, <laughs> and this is Signal 25. Um, so, so normally we talk about things that we talk about on the joke. And normally I would I would be all on board to keep going with this vegetable talk. Um, but we discovered something immediately before recording that you just... If you're not, like, driving or something, just pause the podcast right now and go to the show notes and watch the YouTube video that I have put in there. And we'll wait for you to come back. Go watch it right now. Okay, great. Welcome back. Um, What? Why is there Disney ASMR? (laughs) Who came up with this? Who approved it? And who decided to start with Blizzard Beach? And also, okay, okay. Most of it is reasonably normal, little uncomfortable, but it's fine. It's not too bad. Why do they whisper at the end? I do not <laughs> like that at all. It was so uncomfortable. If you didn't make it all the way to it, the end, go back and watch all the way, like, at the very last bit. It's so weird. It's so weird and so uncomfortable, and you're not expecting it because there's no words or anything that pop up. It's just suddenly it's like waves and then this like tiny quiet whisper in your ear and you're like, wait, 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 wait. I feel violated by Disney. (laughs) It just, I did not like it at all. But it's kind of neat that it exists, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, okay, if you took away the whispering. Right. And... A little bit of the uncomfy images. There's there's a few that I looked at. I went, oh, that's just not right. But, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about, like, Epcot ASMR. Living with the land ASMR would just be the peak of existence. Yeah, what? This isn't in our news. But what happened with living with the land this week? I saw that it was down for seemingly an extended period of time. Was that anything? Or was that just, that was nothing? I mean, I assume... Based on the amount of times it was down when I worked there, like, a boat probably just was broken and or got stuck and or the ride just wouldn't turn on because that would happen sometimes. It's old. It doesn't get refurbed the way it should. Like, <laughs> cool, that's an elevator fine. caught fire again. I don't oh, know. good. Yeah. Something like I, that. Something along those lines, but it's probably fine. It's a, it's a, it's a trooper. It's fine. Anyways, back now. Uh, but speaking of the news, uh, Disneyland has officially unveiled their Disneyland Forward plan, which is a very big and very exciting plan that, when read into deeply, actually says nothing. Right. It's just a big showboat to try to convince the city of Anaheim to let them do the plan. Of which there really isn't any. It's basically, hey, we want to expand to do something, but we need you to let us zone, or we need you to zone this correctly so that we can do that, please. But this time they're not asking for any funds or like tax breaks or anything. So that's interesting. It's very interesting. And I wonder if they're not simply because they don't have a plan. I'm sure that they do have a plan. 
It does, I'm not going to lie, kind of irk me a little bit um, that Disneyland would unveil this after saying, oh, we have no money, so we're going to lay off thousands of cast members. But we do have money for expansion. Yeah, I think that's kind of part of the reasoning behind this is, hey, we will have money in the future, so let's get behind this now because literally what the heck else is our like pr department gonna do but um yeah anyway so let's let's talk about what's actually in this proposal i guess it's not even really a proposal no it's not it's just kind of like beautiful art that's out there that's like look at what we could do and it is really pretty um oh yeah so looking at it it basically looks like an expansion to one or both of it's not really clear disneyland slash dca uh and it would be on the western side meaning uh probably attached to like pixar pier and then attached to somewhere critter country or galaxy's edge somewhere in there um going uh like around the downtown disney district um and kind of encompassing that That's the biggest part. There's also uh, another part, which is like a retail hotel kind of district, um, which is at the Toy Story parking lot, which is kind of kitty corner to California Adventure. Um, So California Adventure is like the block north of the Anaheim Convention Center. The block to the east of the the Amazon, the Anaheim Convention Center is the Toy Story parking lot. So that would be gone. And that's kind of something that we've wondered for a while um there's been some kind of rumors nothing i mean nothing confirmed or nothing solid but just kind of rumblings of hey maybe you could put a third theme park there but they specifically call out they're not currently planning to do a third gate no i don't think they would do a third gate if anything i'm looking at the the project link on the disneylandforward.com and i'm looking at the newest lands and it's essentially all the concept art from like Oh, I think it's Tokyo that's getting new lands and Paris. They're both getting new lands. Yeah. So uh, and it's all that concept art. Disney Sea and then uh the studios. Oh, and then yeah, Disney Paris Studios Paris. Yep. Are both getting um not gonna lie, if Disneyland added a whole land for Tangled, I would sell all of my possessions to move to California to be close to go to Tangled Land every day. I would no longer call it Disneyland. It would just be Tangled Land, so, and I'd be comfortable with that. But yeah. Disney, so Disney, uh, sorry, Disney Sea in Tokyo is getting a. I think it's called like Fantasy Port Port Fantasy something like that. Um, something like that. And it's like got three mini lands that are Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan. And Shanghai is getting Zootopia. Right. And that's another thing that's on here. So there's a bunch of, like, lands that they're talking about on here. And I don't know necessarily that they're, like, specifically being, you know, suggesting, hey, we could build this here. I think it's more a, hey, this is the kind of thing that we are capable of, that we are are doing right now. I, I suspect that they probably would put in a clone land, unfortunately. Which I is a real bummer to me. I think that they should just do something original, but that's yeah. kind of the mo these days of Imagineering is, hey, we have this land, let's just redo it. The one thing that I would be most excited about, and have you've used the parking structure at Disneyland, right? The, I've not actually. No, you haven't. Okay, well, I used it for the first time last October when we went because uh, we usually don't have a car, but we were staying outside of Anaheim this time, so we did, and it was awful. An actual nightmare. So seeing them want to do a new parking structure with a new parking system and a new pedestrian system with that makes me really excited. Like, if they don't do anything else but this, <laughs> I'd I mean, be thrilled. We'll see, though. Like, yeah, because they, they wanted to do the Eastern Gateway project for a long time, and they they didn't basically, the the city was like, uh, we're not going to give you a tax break, but you can do it. And Disney was like, no, nope, never mind. Also, another thing that'd be really exciting to see in downtown Disney that exists in Disney Springs is uh, the hangar bar. Oh, yeah. Jack Lindsay's. Lindsay's. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't be too out of reach, I think, if they were to do anything from this. 
because there's room in downtown Disney. There's a lot of things that are closed in downtown Disney that they could replace. Yeah, I mean, the the theater is closed, right? That's a big space. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of stuff like that. So one of the things that they talk about in particular pointing at the Toy Story parking lot uh, is a new kind of Disney entertainment and says could include theme park, hotel, retail, dining, and entertainment. I am sort of wondering if it they are actually considering literally the combination of those things, like all of those at the same time. So having right. having it be kind of like the Galactic Star Cruiser where you have to oh. stay there to experience everything and and you know maybe it's a new theme park in that way um and so it's like a really really small third gate basically but you have to stay at the hotel possibly i'm not sure about that part but that i mean that would make sense um especially if it does really well in florida and like that's what it's going to depend on is how well does it do in florida and i don't i don't think that they're going to build the galactic if they build a galactic star cruiser i don't think it will be there i think it would be um it would definitely be part of this but it would be probably like north of the disneyland hotel right now since that's just like right next to galaxy's edge anyway so right and if they added another gate it would just be by galaxy's edge it wouldn't be another gate to disneyland yeah yeah um but yeah sorry when i say third gate just so everyone is clear we did the the disney uh and we didn't even talk about gates yeah uh when i say third gate it means a third theme park i don't know why that's just the term well, I was going to say, it, like, it gets confusing, though, when you use gate, because, like, a lot of times people refer to gates as entrances to parks, like, especially when you're talking about Florida, because Epcot has two gates. Yeah, Disneyland technically has two gates. Technically, but that's a technically. Uh, all right, that's enough. Yeah, I'm sure whatever they do will be great. This It'll be interesting. It'll also be interesting to see how the city of Anaheim responds. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff show added a bunch of people to the cast they all look great yeah so we still don't know anything about it right other than it's happening definitely yeah it's nice to have a definitely instead of a probably maybe right yeah i mean (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah i'm excited for it i think it'll be a good show i yeah i just i have no idea what to even expect so uh, it's the first of the, well, no, I guess it's the second of the new Star Wars shows, not counting Mandalorian, right. obviously, um, yeah. to start shooting. Andor is probably getting close to wrapping, I'd expect. I'd been shooting for a while. And my, the reason I'm so excited about it is because the shows that Disney Plus has underhyped, and not in the way of, like, advertising and everything else, but, like, underhyped in the way of you have no idea what to expect, like, The Mandalorian and WandaVision have been the best shows. So that's why I'm mostly excited about it, because I'm like, well, oh, you know, I'm going into this knowing nothing, but I sure am excited. So what you're saying is the two big shows that Disney Plus has has finished so far. Yeah. I've been enjoying Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I have not watched any of it. But it's basically just another Marvel movie, which is a great thing. It's good. That's good. But (laughs) it's not WandaVision, which is very weird and wild. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably not going to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I don't blame anyone for not watching it, but I think it's interesting. You know what I think is interesting, Paul? Is it that Shanghai Disney is turning five years old? Because that's wild. That is wild. I remember when it opened. It was a yeah. big deal. People were really mad at it because all of the budgets were getting cut to pay for it. People were really mad at it. I also remember because we worked at Disney when it was the one year anniversary. So do you remember all the Shanghai stuff that would be in the cast member store? No. The cast connection. Oh. <laughs> I never went to cast connection. Oh, I, the two times, two times, maybe, maybe only one. I might've only gone once. Uh, the time I went, I got a bunch of scrunchies from Shanghai, and they have Winnie the Pooh all over them. Wait, do they, like, actually, Winnie, like, Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh? Is, is Pooh Bear actually on there? Like, specifically Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. You gotta just find him. And you got Tigger, Eeyore, it's Pooh Bear. This, this one might be better. I wonder if that has anything to do with why they were at the, uh, Florida outlets as opposed to any Chinese ones. 
Do you know what I'm referencing here? No. That Winnie the Pooh as a character is banned in China. What? Yeah. Like specifically Winnie the Pooh. Not like the Hundred Acre Woods is fine. Tigger, Piglet, they're all fine. Specifically Winnie the Pooh because the president of China is very self-conscious about people comparing him to Winnie the Pooh. It's not a joke. Like, so Kingdom Hearts 3 has a Hundred Acre uh-huh. Woods section and all the characters show up. And then there's just this floating white blob of light, which is where Winnie the Pooh is in China. That's iconic. That's so funny. At least I think they're from China, not Tokyo. No, these are from Shanghai, not from Tokyo. Weird. I don't know That's when weird. that, I don't know when that went into effect, so. That's funny. Wow. I remember that news now. That's great. The costumes are cute, though, for the characters. Yeah, they're all right. I don't know that I love the color scheme. It's like a pink and purple gradient, kind of. It's fine. I mean, yeah. They look very dapper, though. I like their hats. Oh, sorry. I'm referring to, like, all the birch and stuff. Oh, I'm just referring to their costumes. But, yeah. But, yeah. They're fine. And I also just am so jealous. Can we talk about how they get Duffy and friends? Like, why I'm don't really we get Duffy and friends? That they haven't tried to do more with Duffy, especially in Florida. Like, Duffy is huge in Florida. Well, Duffy, so for those of you who don't know, Duffy the Disney Bear originated in Tokyo Disneyland and became immediately very popular. I think he was like Mickey Mouse's teddy bear or something. Yeah. Anyway, so now he has his whole like gang of friends. It's a They're really so big cute. thing in in Tokyo and in Shanghai. I think Hong Kong, but I'm not positive about that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in the like the Asian Disney parks, it's a huge huge thing. Every now and then you can find a Duffy like stuffed animal in the domestic parks, but you can find the turtles at the Poly when it's open. When it's, well, the gift shops are still open. Are they? Even during construction mm-hmm. stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, fun fact, I met Duffy on the graduation of my second college program. Hmm. It was so they have the, the costume moment. in Florida. Yeah, they do. It just never gets used. It gets used during Christmas time, I'm pretty sure. I don't understand why they have all these cool character costumes. And they never use they them. They never use them. Like, they've it's got... Such a, a you know donald and goofy in their kingdom hearts costumes i'm just gonna keep mentioning kingdom hearts apparently in this episode but uh like come on man i don't know use all these weird cool random costumes you've got anyways speaking of weird cool random things people movers reopening yeah it's been closed because it's old basically (laughs) Taking a while to get it, you know, going again. Yep. Uh, so I, I know it did have a problem where you had to like run, like cars would just kind of get stuck, and the way to solve it was to run them into each other. <laughs> but you couldn't do that. <laughs> Which with sounds guests awesome. On it. Yeah, but you couldn't do that with guests on it, and so they'd have to right. close down the whole ride, slam them into each other, and then it'd be going fine again, and then they could reopen the ride. Which is an amazing way to solve it. Like that's yes. so good. Imagine being the person to suggest that. Well, why don't we just ram them into each other? Yeah, exactly. Be like, oh, yeah, um, I saw that one time. I saw that happen one time. And they're like, why didn't you say anything? Right. Like, they shouldn't be running into each other. I think it's really extra magical, though, that it's reopening on Easter. I think they're just expecting to be busier. It's Resurrection Sunday, Paul. And All right, okay. the people mover is coming back from the dead. All right. Now, if only he could pull off that trick at Disneyland. Oh, rip. <laughs> well, speaking of coming back from the dead, uh, the Haunted Mansion has a little golden book coming out. That's really cute. I like. I love that they're, like, taking all of these modern stories and doing little golden books of them. I think that's really... Yeah. I don't know why I find that so funny. Because, like, in my mind, like, little golden books are, like, classic all-time classic stories. I mean, Haunted Mansion is a classic story, technically. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know that I would classify it as a classic story. Okay, fair enough. But I think it's super cute. I love the Disney Little Golden Books. I have forever. Well, if you're more of a 21st century kind of person, you don't read books. You just look at your phone, which you can now use as long as you have an iPhone to enter the 
uh, Walt Disney World parks. What kind of people don't have iPhones? Cool people. <laughs> and me. Also me. I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. I've been watching like friends that have been, you know, getting it and like seeing all their customized little passes and like putting what characters they want on them. Wait, you can customize it? I saw that it was animated. I didn't realize you get to customize it. You get to pick what's on it. Like you get to decide like what your card is. Oh, okay. Well, you the way you made it sound was like I can put stickers and crap on it. Well, I mean, hypothetically, it's a sticker you put on it, but it's Which, digital, oh my so gosh. Like, yeah, why are they not doing that? Why can I not pay $4 to get a, you know, dog running around on my pass? Maybe eventually. Maybe I was going to say, it's only a matter of time, right? Yeah. It's only a matter of time. Uh, someone I follow on Instagram, she put an Ikron on hers. Put what? An Ikron. I don't know what that is. A Banshee? From Blood what? Blood Passage? Oh, you ride yes. on them? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I literally watched your like your light bulb turn on above your head. Yeah, in retrospect, I do recognize that word. I mean, it's but it's I'm a pretty weird sure word. it's the Navi word for banshee. It is. Do you know how many words do you know in Navi? I know one. Well, I know Ikron. Do you know any others? And Sivako. Oh, that means rise to the challenge. Right. Yes. You don't know like That's the it. big one. What's the the big one, one that they always say, the one that was on literally on the buses, Calte, is uh, I think it's oh. technically I see you, but it's hello. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, fine. I guess I know three words in in uh. What's the language called, Bree? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just goes to show you, no one cares about Avatar. I wanted to say in Banshee, but like I know Banshee's not the language. It's not. It's Navi. Navajo? No, oh, that's a that's, that's a native tribe. Native American. That's... Navi. N A apostrophe A. No. N A apostrophe V I. I think. That's the language. What's well, the people and the language? Okay, I was like, I was like, I know it's the Navi people, but like, I didn't know if there was like a different way to pronounce it for the language. So, before we get to this week, uh, two things. One, should we explain what we're going to do for the next four weeks? Yes. Well, the next three weeks, I guess. The next three weeks, including what after I, this week. It, yeah, okay. So, uh, there are four parks in Walt Disney World, and uh, we're going to spend a week talking about each of them. I don't know exactly how that's going to go. In terms of, like, what we'll talk about for each one. It'll probably be different for each one, but... Potentially. And thing number two... Well, I was going to say it's a fun way to go to the parks without going to the parks. Yeah. Uh, And number two is I have a real ad this week. Ooh. Like, I mean, I'm not being paid for this, so please no one think that I've been paid for this. Uh, But do you like buttons? Like Disney buttons? Not elevator buttons, I'm guessing. No, like, you know, the pins, I guess, that you wear on your shirt, like the celebrating or birthday. I'll be honest, I'm a little disappointed. I was really hoping you were going to advertise for elevator buttons. However, however. Next week. Okay, okay. Yes, I do like buttons, even the non-elevator kind. (laughs) Perfect. Well, then, do I have a Disney small shop for you? And I have their card right here because I just bought a button from them. Uh, they are called Park Bound Buttons, if you've heard of them or haven't heard of them on Instagram. Cute. I like that. Very cute. This is this is her business card. It's a pin. What? That's cool. Yeah. It's super cute. I'll post pictures of this on our Instagram also. But uh, her name's Casey, and she used to live in Florida, but now she's based out of Texas, and she is one of the kindest people ever. I've met her a couple of times in the parks now. Uh, she's super sweet, super nice, and her buttons are such high quality, and they're so fun. I don't think that there's an occasion at Disney I have not ordered her buttons for since I discovered her. Uh, and it's a small shop I've been supporting for years, but Paul, I'm going to show you the button I just got. Uh, I'm a big promoter of the the little COVID vaccine that's going around right now. Um, I think everyone should get vaccinated when they have the chance. Just a slow and thing. You might you might have heard of it. Oh, you might have heard no of it. Deal. Um But if you're a big Disney fan like we are, and if you are extra excited to get your vaccine because it means a step closer to going back to Disney for you, 
Casey has come up with the cutest button I have ever seen in my entire life. Paul, are you ready? Sure, I'm ready. Nice. It says uh, vaccinated it's a little, instead of celebrating. It says, or, uh, yeah, birthday. it says vaccinated. It's, it's the celebrating one, the old celebrating one. Yeah, I can't remember what the colors are. Blue is birthday. And blue is birthday. Green is first visit and orange is celebrating. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it looks just like the I'm celebrating buttons, but it says vaccinated on it. And I bought it the day I got my first shot. And now it lives on my little my little bulletin board. Nice. In my room. But it's just something to like celebrate the moment. And it's a her buttons are a great way to, you know, take Disney wherever you go. And I think they're super fun. And it's always good to support local artists and small businesses. So, yeah, if you get vaccinated and or if you just need a fun button, you should go check them out. We'll link them in all of our stuff this week. Cool. Good stuff. So, without further ado, let's talk about our first park in the, what are we calling this series? Let's go to. Let's go to Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. No, the, what? That's not the theme. The theme song is obviously Hooray for Hollywood. Right, but like, have you ever watched the Citizens of Hollywood when they go Hollywood okay. Studios? Yeah, that's right. They do say that. Anyway, um, this week we're going <laughs> to talk about our favorite and least favorite things uh, uh, from various categories in Hollywood Studios. Keep in mind, uh, neither of us have been to the Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios. Yes, right? I have. Oh, I thought you went to the Disneyland one. Hmm. Well, neither of us have no. done either of those rides. No. I have not been to Toy Story Land. And I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge either at all. So those will be kind of excluded. Yes. I'll touch on Toy Story Land a little bit, but I don't sure. have a lot to say about it. So. Cool. Let's start okay. with um, the best and worst shops. Ooh. Um, so I'll go first. I... Yeah, go first. I am not ready for this. Okay, so I think the worst shop, and it's no to no fault of the shop itself, like, it's merch and stuff. It's just, like, Disney does not seem to care at all about the Muppets, and so it's the shop, I don't remember, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's a shop out in Muppets Courtyard by yeah. Muppet Vision. I think it's the exit to Muppet Vision. It is. the ex- It's across from the Christmas shop. Yes, which is a very good shop. Yes. <laughs> um, now, it's the worst shop because it's just small and cramped and awkward. It's not because it it's a bad shop. Shopped? It has the it's best the merch shop. in Hollywood Studios. It's Yeah, it's got good stuff. Like, that's not the that's not the problem. No. It's that yeah, it's I totally back in the middle of freaking nowhere. Impossible to find. Yeah, it's just, it's a bummer. Totally. I actually agree with you completely. Uh, I would tie the Christmas shop with it just because it's the same idea. It's tucked back in the corner, hard to find if you're not looking for it. And it's just a really forgotten part of Hollywood Studios since the Streets of America closed. So Now that being said, the Christmas store is better because it is a Christmas store? Oh, 100%. I'm, yeah. I believe it's called It's a Wonderful Store. Something like that, right? I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's called It's a Wonderful Store. Yeah. I hoped if I ever got merch, like on a college program, that I would work at It's a Wonderful Store. Like, that's my, like, dream merch location. Not the Christmas shop in uh, in Magic Kingdom? No, because then you'd have to learn the tunnels of Magic Kingdom. Mm, and also people go there. That's a good point. Um, right. <laughs> what's, the, what's the best shop, though? I feel like mine's going to be an unpopular opinion. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Tower of Terror gift shop. Now, I will give one knock against that, which is it's okay. really cramped. It is really cramped. As long as you time it well, so there's not a ride letting out, which is fairly easy to do if you're, like, over there. It's has not only some of the best merch. Like, I love the Tower of Terror merch. It's also its theming is impeccable. I'm thinking of, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the, the Rock and Roller Coaster one is incredibly oh. cramped. It is Sorry. incredibly cramped. Sorry. That, no, I've changed my mind. That's the worst gift shop. It doesn't even sell good stuff. Anyway. No, it doesn't even sell good stuff. Uh, but the, no, the Tower of Terror one, the theming's great. There's a little bellhop stitch that sits on the counter. I think he is super cute. 
Um, I think the merch is great. I think that it smells great because it smells like Tower of Terror and Tower of Terror smells great. And I love that gift shop. And it's across from a hidden Joffrey's. So if you ever want coffee, it is like the best way to just like straight go get coffee because no one's ever over there. Like it's always so empty. So that's why it's the best. Nice. Good tip. I'm a big fan of the shop in Star Wars Launch Bay. Um, I don't even like to buy anything there because it's all really expensive. But it's basically a cool star wars merch museum in some ways it's really cool it's also definitely going to go away soon but uh yeah um well it still exists it's pretty neat they got like lightsabers and like official costumes and stuff you can buy like i think you can buy like an official darth vader costume you can it's super cool that one is really awesome and it wins for spaciousness yeah, it's definitely big, and also there's nothing else there. So, right. like, you know, no rides are letting out into it. That being said, the gift shop at the end of Star Tours is also really great. Tatooine Traders is alright. I like the ramp. I like I like the ramp, too. I do not like the ceiling, because originally the premise for it was like, you know, oh, it's Hollywood Studios, it's like a behind-the-scenes tour. And so, like, if you look up, you, it's like clearly like a movie set. Yeah, that... Yeah. And the theming just stops, and it's like, mm, that's just weird. I don't like that. But that one, I would eventually say would probably go away, too, because... Maybe, or maybe they'll just redo it, I don't know. Fair. Should we move on to food? Let's do it. Food. So, should we do food in general, or sit down and quick service? Uh, let's do sit down and quick service, but, you know, not take too long with those. Right. So, uh, I don't know that I have a favorite quick service place i do but i'm gonna okay wait tell me yours and then we'll see uh, if I agree. express one no. word for you one word honey mustard that's that's, that's the only two words. word you need okay fine two words honey mustard is why backlot express is the superior mm. quick service mm. I, don't, I was gonna say well okay so i'm of two minds here one okay i do like the fairfax fair uh Whatever those markets are called. I don't remember the general term for them. Uh, The markets on Sunset Avenue. Sunset Boulevard, excuse me. Um, I know. I used to work there. Uh, um, But uh, I also really like the funnel cake at Oasis. uh, It used to be called Oasis of Canteen. I think they changed the name recently. But it's pretty good. It is really good. I would like to honorable mention, not to even describe why I love it so much, but the pretzel cart by Rock and Roller Coaster. All right. Because now it has the cream cheese pretzel, and it's the only place on property you can get the cream cheese pretzel, even though it used to be in Magic Kingdom, but now it's in Hollywood Studios. All right. So the worst quick service restaurant, I think we're going to be in agreement on this. It's something that we've talked up before, but let's be real. It's not that good. It's just better than people give it credit for. Oh, now I'm panicking. I don't, I don't know what you're going to say. It's definitely Pizza Rizzo. Yeah. Or 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 the the hot dog one. The one on the boat. Oh, uh Min and Bill's Dockside Diner. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But at least that one has like milkshakes. That's fair. Pizza Rizzo, but Pizza Rizzo has a dance floor. And good well hidden bathrooms. Yeah. Hmm. We could just tie them. As All right, yeah. The let's food just say the worst. one of those two. Yeah. The pizza. I would like to clarify. The pizza is definitely edible. It is. It you can consume it, and you probably won't get food poisoning. It's also a lot tastier than people say it is. That being said, it's still not that good, and it's definitely not worth the price. But yes, but isn't that all Disney food? <laughs> uh, well, okay, yeah, yeah, that that is true. <laughs> Uh, sit down. I know we're going to disagree on this one. I We've talked about this one before. All right. What's your What's your favorite? Sci-Fi Diner. Yeah. The Sci-Fi Diner is definitely my number two, and it's a close number two. Mm-hmm. Number one's definitely prime time. See, I knew. I knew that's what that was yeah. going to Do you have a worst sit down? Because I don't even have a worst sit down. I don't think I've sat down at enough places. I know. So. I don't either. I, I guess technically Sci-Fi is my worst, because <laughs> it's the only other one I think I've ever eaten at. Mm. I will say Brown Derby, only because I refuse to eat there 
because their food just seems really bad. They got a Cobb salad. Like, yeah, and I hate Cobb salad. And oh, I hate, well, like, steak and stuff like that. So, like, I'm going to say Brown Derby just because I would never eat there. I would eat there. I would say uh, Hollywood and Dine. Oh, man, I don't even remember that that's a thing. So maybe them too. It's by, uh, it's right by Primetime. Yeah. Huh. I've never been there, but uh, what's the one? Mama Melrose is supposed to be good and Brown Derby is supposed to be good if oh! you like that kind of food. I love Mama Melrose. It's my second. It was really, really good. I had lunch there, there on my last program, and it was awesome. It wasn't very expensive, and that it thing is was also food. hidden way the heck back there. I am amazed yeah, I that no that idea. restaurant is still open. To be honest, had no idea it was there until my roommate was like, "Do you want to go to Mama Melrose's for lunch?" And I was like, "Do I want to go where?" <laughs> yeah, it's all and the way was... back, like behind Muppet Vision. And we were the only ones in the restaurant at lunchtime. It was awesome. It was the, it was like not as good as sci fi because you get to sit in a car for sci fi. So, like, obviously that wins. But Mama Melrose is awesome. I highly recommend going there if it's even open with COVID right now. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's a good question. Okay. Uh, do you want to do shows first before we do shows. rides? Let's do, let's do shows. Let's do shows. And let's start with worst. It's got to be Beauty and the Beast. Although I haven't oh, seen, thank God. I I haven't seen the Cars the one. That one's probably worse. But having not seen it. But the it, Cars one's discontinued already. Excellent. It's Beauty and the Beast. It's Beauty and the Beast without a it's single really doubt in my mind. It any, is so, so bad. Any show where they like explain away the like entire premise of the show or of the of the story by going and saying, you know, due to unforeseen circumstances or whatever, something, something, Belle was kidnapped by a beast. And I was like, this is the, like, major plot point. <laughs> you can't just go right. from song to song and not explain any of that, but uh, whatever. It Yeah, it's awful. I've only seen it once, and for that exact reason, it's I've only seen it once. I've seen it two times, three times, two or three times, I don't remember. Once I was a kid, but... That being said... If you go into the gift shop right there, the gift shop on the corner right by the theater, uh, after the show in the afternoons, they have scavenger hunts you can do. Oh, that's with fun. trivia. Nice. It's super fun. But the show sucks. The show's terrible. Don't see it. Yeah. Go see your local high school production of Beauty and the Beast. It'll be a lot better. Even your middle school production would be better than that. Yeah, probably. What's your best? It's. This is probably going to be controversial. Okay. The best show in Hollywood Studios is, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration. Thank you! It okay. is my favorite show. I will literally just watch it one show after the other. I love that show. To be clear, the show itself is whatever. Like, the sing-along format is fine. What makes it's that cute. show is the story to... I don't remember what their official the, roles the are. The thespians. Yeah, the actors, whoever it is that is telling the story. They're like the official Arendelle something or other. But They're hilarious. Historian. I think they're the historians, right? They are the historians, yeah. It's really fun. It, no, it definitely does depend on who you get as your, as your actors. But in general, it's really no, good and I really funny. Um... I've only had, like, one show that I've seen. And I've seen that show, like, at least 30 times. And I've only had Whoa. about one that's been, like, meh. Like, it could have been better. But if I would not have seen it so many times before and that was my first time, I would not have known that it wasn't a good show. I would have thought it was hilarious. But because I had seen better ones, also. I knew. And this is a super nerdy thing that nobody cares about but me. But those screens that they have there are awesome. They're so cool. Those screens are amazing. They're super high res. They look great. Yeah, they're awesome. Also, can we talk about the fact that I did not know it snowed at the end the first time I saw it. And I cried. You didn't expect it was going to... It's frozen. I had a feeling, but I also didn't know. For did sure. They, like, I did they change or sure. rewrite the show in any way after Frozen 2? I haven't been since Frozen 2. I haven't either. Because Frozen 2 came out in November of 2019. Right. So hmm. I'm going to assume no as of right now. 
Right now, I don't think it's open. Uh, no, it is open, actually. It is. It is open. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. We won't comment on that. Um... It's a good show, and you should go see it, especially if you have young children who like Frozen. But even if you don't, yes. it's still fun. And I I think this should be honorable mention. Which one's better, Fantasmic or Star Wars Galactic? You know me. I am a huge, massive Star Wars fan. I, I think Fantasmic is tacky and outdated. I did watch the Star Wars fireworks and cry. Fantasmic is a better show. What? Fantasmic is a better show. The Star Wars fireworks, they're cool. They're not that good of a show. Like, as a show, like, as a spectacle show, Fantasmic is better. Yes, but I enjoy Star Wars more. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I don't get the hype around Fantasmic. Part of the thing, part of the reason I like Fantasmic more is it's not a fireworks show. Because I can see a fireworks show anywhere. I could see a fireworks show in the middle of freaking nowhere on the 4th of July or New Year's Eve. Right. I can't see Mickey Mouse shooting explosives and all of the characters on a boat anywhere. I mean, that's very fair. I think I just don't like it because people overhype it so much. And I'm just like, I don't get it. Yeah, that's that's fair. So... It's very cool. It's a beautiful show. I'll watch it at least once a trip, but I'm not going to prioritize it. Fun fact, you well, you used to be able to. I don't know what it's like now, but you used to be able to watch the last mm, five to ten minutes of the Star Wars fireworks show after getting out of Fantasmic if you left fast enough. I always would just try to book it to the bus. <laughs> Fair enough. Rides now. You ready? I am ready. What's the worst ride? Worst ride. Um, I'm going to say this one because I have been to Toy Story Land. Yeah, I, I figured you were going to go there. But you've never done the, the ride. Spinning. Did you? Did you do it? I thought you said you hadn't done Which it. Which ride? The, the spinning saucer. Yeah, the swirling saucer. Yeah, I remember I rode it by myself. And when you oh, ride it by yourself, yeah. you kind of feel like you're going to fall out because like you slide so hard and so far all yeah, around the, the cart. I remember you talking about that. Um. Yeah, I think that's my least favorite ride because I I really enjoy the rides at Hollywood Studios. They're they're great. <laughs> I so I haven't done Tower or Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. Which means that there are two rides that at Hollywood Studios that I've ever done before. Because I haven't right. I didn't get to do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway either. Right. So I will say that the worst ride that I have done is Star Tours. Star Tours is a good ride. Makes me a little nauseous sometimes. Bold. Yeah. But, yeah. Bold. Okay. I mean, it's that or Toy Story Mania. It's the, I had to pick between the two of them. Fair, so, spoiler fair, alert, fair, my fair. best ride is Toy Story Mania. I'm sure it's actually Rise of the Resistance, let's be real, but. Right. But you haven't wrote it, so. I haven't been on it. Wanna... Um, I... I have a tie for my favorite ride. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, my favorite OG ride. No. Oh. Uh, my favorite OG ride is Tower of Terror. Okay. Um, I I really, really like Tower in Disney World. It's 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 the ish. It's fun. I like Tower. Uh, and then my other one's Slinky Dog Dash. <laughs> I've heard that that is an amazing ride. Like it way better than it had very... any right to be. Very, very fun, and I have not ridden it since cast previews. Uh, the only time I got to ride it while I was there was because I got cast previews, and I didn't have to wait in the six-hour line for it. Uh, <laughs> it was a blast. We rode it like six times. It was super fun. It's well-themed. It is very zoomy. It goes a lot faster than you think it's going to, and there's all sorts of Toy Story characters. It's super cute. Cool. So... So that's Hollywood Studios. Thanks for joining us studios. as we went to Cal- uh, Hollywood Studios. I almost said California Adventure because, <laughs> fun fact, Disney only knows how to make two parks. <laughs> it's Magic Kingdom <laughs> style parks and studio style parks. All right. A final question for this, though. Okay. 
if getting a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance was not a factor, and this you didn't you didn't have to like think about that as part of this question. Okay. Do you consider it worth it to rope drop Hollywood Studios? Personally, I don't. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to slash cared enough about rock and roller coaster and tower of terror and star wars yes i do think it is because those lines get well okay the rise of resistance no one knows but so you know if you go in at rope drop you get a boarding group for rise you get on tower you get on rock and roller coaster you can do the rest of the park that day totally if you don't rope drop it say you get there at 11 it's an hour wait for both of those and now it's one o'clock for rock and roller coaster tower of terror some of the shows you've already missed i think beauty and the beasts the last show i think is at 2 30 um that's part of the problem with hollywood studios is there's so many shows uh and so you're like limited on time and stuff uh, by the way, I changed my mind. The worst show, Beauty and the Beast, is bad. It's definitely Voyage of the Little Mermaid. I've never even seen it. It's really bad. But also, Beauty and the Beast okay, is terrible. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> um, Indiana Jones is good, though. I've never seen it either. What? I could see Indiana yeah. Jones, man. I'm going to yeah. next time. Uh, but I, I have to agree with you. I personally will never rope drop Hollywood Studios. I mean, I obviously haven't been since Rise opened... And that is definitely going to be a factor from now on of, like, getting a boarding group. But if that wasn't a factor, like, if I could just wait in line for it and or it just didn't exist, um, I never rope dropped it. Mostly because, like, later in the day, you can find fast passes for Rockin' and Tower most weekdays. Uh, Like, afternoons, most people cancel them because they go back to their hotels. And so you can end up finding fast passes. And if you get there by like 10, 11, that's enough time to catch a couple shows before you have lunch and then find your like four o'clock fast passes for Rockin' and Tower. It, yeah, it's, it's plenty doable in the afternoons. If Rise and Galaxy's Edge is not a priority for you. If it is a priority for you, you better be there at the crack of dawn to get your <laughs> boarding pass. Right. I don't, and I don't know how, how Runaway Railway affects that because I don't know what the what the weight on that is going to be like but well right now with covid it averages a half hour right yeah but that's you know that's so. fast pass that's at limited capacity so it's right. possible that that goes up it's possible that goes down no but i mean even if i had to wait an hour and a half for that if i got there later i would because like i've never wrote it so right I'd wait for it but also we're Plus nerds the but the queue's super cute too, yeah. So I would. I, would I haven't seen the queue. I've been, I've been very intentional. I haven't watched anything about it because I've been there so much, and I want to be able to experience it in person. It's the place in Disney World that I've spent by far the most time. So I feel that. <laughs> so yeah. But Hollywood Studios is one of my favorite parks. I mean, it, it's up there in like the top, like the top spot. It's the top in the top four for me. Yeah, me too. Easily. Um I don't know. Because it was so nothing when I was last there. I don't even have a good place to put it. I would put it I just don't want to rank them one through four because they all have something special that I love. Okay, then let's not do that. Okay. Let's give it a grade. Let's go back to our, our a classic, a real throwback on our fire scale. Nice. From from you know, a tiny little spark to a raging firing inferno, and you can decide which one's good, which one's bad. I would give it a comfortable blazing campfire. All right, something you enjoy sticking your hands near, and mm-hmm. that gives you tasty treats. Yeah, you can tell stories around it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'd go with that. Okay. If you're if you're not careful, it definitely uh, could burn It'll out of control. Catch your pants on fire. Yeah, but yeah, it can also be a really good time. Absolutely. I have had a really good time, but now I have to. I felt like we were there. I know, but now the podcast is over. 
It is over. If you want to recap with us, because we are going to be posting all of this on our socials of how to how we rank the parks and what we love about the parks. Uh, Paul, where can you find us on social media? You can find us on all of the social medias at Signal25. So that's TikTok, Instagram, um, Facebook. Nope, that's, that's not, not it. You can't find us there because that's that's not our handle. Our handle is at Signal25Podcast. <laughs> and it's on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and another one that I Facebook. That's what it is. Facebook. I knew there was four. I, I just really... couldn't remember what the other one was. I filmed a really funny TikTok that I'm editing right now. I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, nice. Uh, you can also find us on our website, I hate the Epcot barge dot fun. If you do that, you can uh, head over to leave us a message because it redirects to our anchor page and uh, leave us a comment that we can add into the show and like with your voice and stuff. And you will be a part of the podcast. So please, somebody do that, because I really want to try it sometime, and no one has done it yet. And if you're not comfortable with sharing your voice with us, but you want to share your opinions with us, there's two different ways, three different ways you can do that. You can DM us on any social media platform. You can send us an email at signal25podcast at gmail.com. I do check it about once a week, so if... you know, you email me and it feels like I'm not responding. I'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> and you can also leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, the most impactful one is on Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a review and a star rating. Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you should do that. And you should share us with your friends. Paul, what emojis are we using this week to share? Um, definitely the, like, movie clapper board thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the black and white striped clappy board thing. Um, and also a roller coaster. Lastly, go make sure you not only follow, but click the shop link for the small shop we talked about this week, which is Parkbound Buttons by Casey and the Bear on Instagram. Cool. I think that's it. I think that's it. Bring Duffer to the American Parks. I'm Paul. I'm Bree. <laughs> and this has been Signal 25. <laughs>